There's a story inside every smoke shop, with every cigar, and with every person. Come be a part of the cigar lifestyle at Boveda. This is Box Press. It was an honor this year to, to be able to come out here and work with uh, Cigars for Warriors, raise awareness, talk about that this was the year that 1.5 million cigars have got into the hands of people out in the uh, in the military. Beautiful. Uh, so that makes me particularly Beautiful. happy to know. Yeah, that's a great cause, and uh, we appreciate what you guys do. Well, we appreciate you guys. I, I did this last year with Tim and... Um, Sean. Thank you. As I get older, it's okay. I call it sometimes. We'll help you. It, it, it happens only sometimes. We'll, we'll draw it out of you. Yeah. Dude, I don't I don't wear a name tag I for don't. other people. I wear a name tag so I remember who I, I am. Tag. That's it. But yeah, I did, I did this with, with them because we thanked them because it was our 10th anniversary year that Bo- Bovida's been with us since the beginning. This is a great <clears throat> angle on this whole business, okay? You go to that bar in the in the hotel and you hang out and you stand around and within minutes you're talking to people that you've never met and you're finding out about people it's their first show and instead of people going oh you're not a big shot I'm gonna leave you alone they're like so tell me about what you're doing tell me about what you're creating I met a a couple of new cigar lines last night when I was there we had them on an interview uh, earlier in the day because Sean and Tim, when they came to PCA, they couldn't get into the show. It wasn't PCA then, it was some other yeah. acronym. IPCPR. Or some or RTDA. RTDA, RTDA or, you know, yeah. I'm tired of acronyms. But they stood outside 26 years ago with their backpacks, with their Boveda bags in them, and they were asking people, are you buying or are you selling? And if they were selling and they were at a cigar house, they were, we want you to try this. You want, this is a new way to take care of cigars. This is a new way to prevent them from going, to give people an opportunity to enjoy the quality that you want them to enjoy at the point, you know, in Fuente's uh, circumstance, they were the first major customer that got involved with the company. They go out of their way to accommodate new people, to include them, get them involved it's an ethic of this industry yeah. and being inclusive that's i mean that's really where the brotherhood is as you see it and I, there's really not a lot like it and i use you know there's things that i've seen throughout my 30 years of doing promoting i had a club that you watch that certain amount of camaraderie within this group of people look you can have and i joke but it's not really a joke you could have everybody in this room drinking going out having a good time there's nobody's fighting yeah. Nobody's breaking bottles. There's no scuffles. Everybody is legitimately enjoying yeah. everybody else's company. Now, I can promise you, as somebody who's owned a club before, I wish I had that. You know, two hours in, people are fighting each other. People are brawling. People are getting loud. People are being disrespectful. And there's just something special with this community that's not like that at all. And, yeah, uh, you know, it is a great you know, community. And the punctuation that Cigars for Warriors has put on the cigar community, it's it's a beautiful thing. Oh. Well, we crossed we crossed that 1.5 million over July 4th weekend. That's just crazy. That's a crazy number. Well, I tell you how it's growing so rapidly. We got that last half million to get us to that number, and half the time it took us to get to our first half million. That's the support we get around here. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, and it's the attitude that people have about our our armed services Absolutely. and the, the people that are serving our country. It's a it's a really worthy cause. 
great opportunity to be able to give back. Like I said, I've never I've never served, but when I know I could be part of this, and like I said, I look at this as a blessing to be able to do stuff with Cigars for Warriors because I get to give something back for people who've given everything for us. So if it's a cigar where they could sit back and have that, you know, 35 minutes of smoking time where they're sitting either with their with their friends in the unit or if they're just contemplating individually on their own, I like to know that you we're doing something to help give that back a little bit, that so, normalcy, if you will. So you look somewhat patriotic today. A little bit, a little bit. You know, I'm always one to be very demure, you know, and, uh, and wear my mute, yeah. My my muted colors, but no, I figured it was perfect time. Fourth of July, oh, yeah. not nothing more American than uh, than the ladies and gentlemen of the armed forces. So for me, I always keep these things fun. You've seen throughout the last 15, 20 years of doing these shows, I keep it as fun as possible. And that uh, you know that means people come up to you, and that means people are going to want to make a connection. People want to talk, and I think that's what the beauty of this entire industry is. Um, you do something when you're doing stuff with cigars for warriors. You want to be out there. You want people to to want to come up to want to have those conversations with you, uh, explain what the organization does, what it means. Um, and I think, like I said, I think all those things are so important, and this is the perfect community to really be able to help, and I love it. Well, you're bringing the fun factor up to a higher level. Always. Yeah. Always. That's your thing. Yep. We live in uh, we live in some harsh times, so if you can, uh, if you could leave everything kind of at the... Uh, at the front door, wipe your feet when you walk in, have a good time, enjoy, keep everything mild, keep everything easy, and uh, and enjoy each other's company. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the yard of the leaf. Know that you're doing something to support your your troops, and uh, I always try to keep the most fun angles humanly possible. Coffee, coffee is a big part of your. I always love coffee, so especially I quit drinking uh, 20 odd years ago. I'm like, I need to uh, I need to have some vices. I said, I love my coffee. I said. Well, keep food, coffee, and cigars my my vices. Did you quit on purpose? Uh, yeah, not 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 a fun story. So when I was younger, the joke was amongst my friends is Matty Rock is the craziest. Therefore, he will die first. Uh, fast forward, I literally buried all of them. For one, one was killed by a drunk driver. One was the drunk driver. Wound up killing himself. Uh, <clears throat> and then when the last one went, you know, for me it was just like you know what I've had enough. And it was strange because I just lost all taste. I just you know, I had a club. People be like, how do you know he really doesn't care about drinking anymore? They're like, look who's bartending on bar number two. So for me, you know, the smell does nothing for me. I'm not one of those guys that go, gee, I sure wish I could have a drink. It just never enters my mind. Just not not part of my daily life or daily routine. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, and like I said, what better homage and saying, hey, I remember you than something like that? You know, something that took, took the people that I cared an awful lot about and they're gone. Yeah, I so, can relate yeah. to that. So... Congratulations. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah. That's uh, so now what else is in the kitty? Come on, bring me uh, promotions. Uh, what are you excited about? Like I said, obviously, cigars over the last 30 years of my life um, has been one of my passions. I remember literally 30 years ago going in a car with the guys. You know, we may or may not have found out that you only needed to be 18 to legally drink and smoke in Montreal. Um, so we headed up here is another pretty cool story. I'm like, we're a bunch of classy guys. We're going to go up to Montreal. We're going to drink Canadian beer. We're going to smoke some Cuban cigars. We're going to live the rich life. This is, this is what a, we do. It's a good plan. This is what we do. But what you wind up finding out at that age when you go into a cigar store and be like, look, you know, I speak a little bit of French. My father's Belgium, so they love that. They're like, bonjour, je, monsieur, je veux trois uh, cigars cubains pour mon ami. 
go, oh, so you speak some French. That's great. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll do a good deal for you. It was $70. And I'm like, oh, all together? He's like, no, no, no. $70 each. So at that moment, I learned what apparent, what was a classy cigar at the moment was a Robert Burns in a tin that was about $2.08 American cents. So that was the first foray into cigars for me, uh, from Cubans to Robert Burns in the, in the, uh, in the Tubos. Um, and, you know, never looked back. Love the culture, love the history, love going down to Nicaragua. Uh, I've been there quite a few times at Drew Estate. Uh, figured out I have absolutely no blending skills whatsoever. I've had my hand at blending stuff I wouldn't give to a dog. Um, made me respect it even more. When you learn what really goes into it from seed to cigar, um, your respect just keeps rising. And then when you hear of somebody being a torciador or a master, those term that terminology means even more because you watch really all the different phases that you have to go through and just the mastery of the art to get from A to B. So you really respect when you hear about the masters, like people probably overuse the word master blender, which makes you respect the real master blenders even more. Um, so love being part of the culture, love being part of these events. Love traveling uh, nationally, doing all this stuff. Have um, you done that at uh, Safar, Safari? Cigar Safari, that, that absolutely. Drew so. Estate does down in Esteli? Yep, yep. So I've probably done 10 or 11 of them over the years. Awesome. That's um, that's where I, I tried to blend and prove to myself that, you know, you leave that to the experts. Just spending time with Willie? Oh, yeah. Willie's the best, man. Willie so Herrera is a top-notch dude. I've, I discovered that cigar at Cigar Jones in Minnetonka, Minnesota, that red label... Willie Herrera Esteli, and uh, then the the Brazilian rapper that he did the yep, second on the blue one. Blue rap, yep. Yeah, and I I got I I've bought a lot of those. It's, cigars. An, it's an addictive cigar. They're oh. fantastic. Out of the Herrera, and he's it's funny terrific. That he said that. Yeah, and he's he's a wonderful human being as well too. He's fun to be around. And he's knowledge. a master blender. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's he's a modest guy. He'll never call himself that. He's a master blender. You go watch what he does when you're down at Teton and. Uh, in Miami. I've been smoking his stuff forever. I actually, about five or six years ago, came across some ancient uh, Redemption Maduro. So you're talking about sticks that are probably 18, 20 years old. And he's looking at me. I'm like, you know what these are? He's like, yeah, I don't have any more. And he goes, looks like you got a box and a half there. I said, yeah, you're not, you're not, I love you, but you're not getting any of them. And that's, you know, that's so how much I love them. When you walk into the show, you have specific brands that come to mind that you're just got your heart set on visiting and being with, seeing and being around these guys are there particular brands that stand out as your top two or three that well as a personal smoker yeah but uh for the charity everybody in this room at a varying levels do things for us everybody participates everybody participates and you know i spend most of the show running around thanking everybody and they get tired of it sometimes they go we do this because we want to and i go but you have to understand how much we really appreciate what you do. And, but you know, from, I, I'm a big boutique guy. I like to find the new guys. So from a personal smoker's perspective, I'll come in and I'll try to find all the new guys that I can, because I like to try new things. I mean, that's how I met Willie, Willie at one point is, you know, trying all the things that he does. And I got to echo nicest man in the world and is, sometimes not the greatest conversationalist because he's just that modest because we all sit there and look at him and go you're the master blender you're the best in the world and he goes nah man i just do what i do you'd rather and, talk about food yeah you yeah exactly started, he's, like, he's like hey so is that pizza really the best pizza yeah. 
outside of New York? And I said, no, no, inclusive of New York, Willie. And he's like, can we talk about that? I want to talk about, yeah. I want to talk about Kinchley's. So a whole lot, he never talks about himself. And like I said, that's how you know, the modesty is there uh, and a true master. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you're a New Yorker. I was born in Queens and I'm, uh, you know, then I'm a sellout, I moved to the Burbs, you know, and then I wound up staying there, you know, for the uh, Trey, where did you grow up? So I grew up in quite a few places, but uh, mostly in Texas, between Dallas and Houston. But yeah, I've been, in fact, I've been in the Houston area since 1977, so I kind of tell everybody that's where I am. But yeah. my, my, I always tell the joke, my dad was a serial degenerate entrepreneur. We had a new project that he was working and putting together all around the country. So I've lived quite a few places, but usually it was for a year or two till he built something and sold it. And then we moved somewhere else. How much time do you spend on the road? Well, for my, my job, because uh, we're all volunteers at CFW, I run a consulting company that does international logistics, imports, exports, and I'm probably on the road 250 plus days a year wow. for my job. A and then you warrior. add you add cigars for warriors. Uh, I because all my kids are grown. I probably am gone maybe closer to three hundred days a year. Sure. And there's only three hundred sixty-five days in a year. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's not a lot of home time. Sounds no, almost more like witness protection, sir. Yeah. Well, I'm not letting the cat out of the bag in that one. Mm. Yeah. Are you on the road a lot? Uh, you know what? After just hearing that, not quite as much. So obviously, with with promotions and everything else before COVID hit. I was probably on the road uh, 120 days a year, so you know, half. So basically, Trey's looking at me like sissy. You have yeah. nothing, uh, nothing to complain about. So I'd be on the road uh, doing about one half the amount that you were doing, but doing private shows. You've seen I'll do a lot uh, with food guys. That's and everything. been a tremendous energizer for what Espinosa and Fieri have done with that line that they came out with. Is just dynamite for this show. Uh, the energy that it brings to the show, it's been outstanding. And like I said, it brings an infusion of new people to the game, too. So a lot of people that are foodies have never really thought twice about smoking a cigar, but right? But you're a natural. If you're a foodie, you're already set up for the... You love mentally, the, yeah. Men yeah. Mentally, you are. So you'll sit back the same way as if, uh, if you were a, uh, a fine wine connoisseur, the same thing, right? It's all about the different tastes, what you're getting out of it. You know, we all talk about the same type of thing. What do you get? This person's going to taste one thing. This person's going to taste something else, and it gives that ability to talk about it and have a uh, have a conversation about it. And I love it because you just said it. It's all together, right? If you're a food connoisseur, you're going to uh, you're going to get certain things that you taste, certain things that you don't taste. This guy's preference is going to be one thing. This guy's preference is going to be something else, and you get to have conversations about it together, mulling it over. I had the privilege of having a conversation with uh, Reinhardt from uh, Marifels uh, today, and talking about this pause that happens around a cigar, this connection that happens, this sociability, the slowing, the intentionality, the how everything sort of gets more about the now when I engage in this activity. And it's it's just it just blows me away how easy it is to get distracted by all the craziness in life and then how this is this is coming back to center you know mm -hmm. the the unwrapping the cutting the lighting up the conversation the connection i mean that slows everything down oh, yeah. and it really about. does it slows everything down that's what's the beauty of it right whether you're smoking amongst friends or smoking by yourself whether you have that quiet moment 
uh, where it's you have a little bit of that introspective going on, or whether you're sharing it with, like I said, a, a small little clique of people or a whole room full of people. And that's the beauty, right? It's just how inclusive it all is. Everyone can sit down over a cigar, enjoy, talk. And like I said, that's probably one of my favorite things about the culture. It's so inclusive of everything. It's not one of those things. Uh, I'm trying to think about the, the best way to put it. It's not one of those type of things where anybody feels that they don't they don't belong in that niche or that group. Everyone can sit down together, talk about anything, enjoy the nuances of a stick, kind of unwind together. Uh, and I love it, and I've always loved it. And I think it's super important, especially with how things are today. I think everybody needs to be able to come down a notch or two. Absolutely. And I think cigars are, are absolutely one of the best ways to do it, in my opinion. Absolutely, I agree. And it's, uh, it's evidence around here when you go to the restaurants after the show and see the people out engaging the way they do in this in this community it's just fantastic well that's the biggest thing for us with the uh, servicemen and women that are deployed that relaxation that ritual that connection that we're talking about is what we're trying to deliver because i tell everybody the best thing for me sit down with maddie we have you have a cigar we connect we talk we chit chat and it brings your you know your whole blood pressure and the anxiety down and he and I didn't get shot at today so you'd think about mm. the same kind of ritual exercise the cutting the lighting the talking the connection and how much more that means to a group of individuals who are doing a very dangerous job to protect all of us and what it means and we strongly believe and it's been validated by many people when you give them the time to do that you're battling those first symptoms of PTSD. I agree. Because all of a sudden they can decompress. Yeah, you're, give, you're giving you're giving that little bit of normalcy. Like I said, again, somebody who's never served a day where I get to sit back and be like, hey, well, if I have a bad day, I can go sit on the couch, you know, eat a, eat a whole bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and, and, and bitch about all, you know, the terrible things in the world. Hey, my, my train was later. This deal didn't go through. All right, now you got to really kind of get that perspective. And there's guys being shot at overseas to protect my right for my husky ass to be sitting down eating that bag of Doritos. And I'm like, to know that we can give even that smallest thing back, that little bit of normalcy, that calming moment, I mean, that's everything. Because, yeah. um, you know, it's very easy to take those kind of things for granted. Um, and I think unless people talk about it, and again, doing just what we're doing right now, the ability to talk about it. And some people, you, you can't yell at everyone because some people aren't even thinking about that aspect. Like right. perspective perspective is a funny thing if it's not brought up to you you don't have any perspective to give so when you talk about somebody like hey you can have a bad day or this was terrible or this was upsetting uh you know people who are not serving in an active military zone get to go home to uh, their family or a quiet place and get to unravel and unwind i mean obviously in an active war zone that's that's not at all the case um so if we could give them even the littlest thing like i'm happy we get to send you know we send them coffee, we send them cigars, anything where they could sit down and have that little bit of relaxation. And I mean, God, that's that's the easiest possible thank you. I mean, we owe them so much for what they've given to us. I mean, just that little bit of a thank you. Uh, and just hearing how appreciative everyone is. I mean, Trey can tell you the letters that they get, um, the emails, you know, signed flags coming back. Well, we, Those we moments mean everything. Because of your organization, we get letters from people thanking us for being a part of it. I mean, it's it's. I've had guys contact me and say, yeah, my son's deployed and I heard that there was a package that arrived and they were all excited about it. I mean, it's a, oh, yeah. it's a super meaningful 
and it's cool. And then, and at the end of the day, you get to think, hey, if it wasn't for Bovida, these you know these are active war zones and deserts and everything else. They'd be literally not even laughing to be smoking dried out sticks. Right. Well, it's and, you in know. a lot of places. It's like this. I yeah. Mean, yep. You go outside today in in Las Vegas. It maybe started at 19 percent relative humidity in the dewiest part of the morning here. Yep. And it's probably eight or nine or ten percent right now. It's those sticks are drying up awfully fast. Awfully yep. quick. So yeah. you know that, and that brings a great segue into how thankful we are that uh, for always supporting us. So, on behalf of myself and Trey and the rest of Cigars for Warriors, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, like I said, it's one thing to be able to do this and get the cigars, but if they're not being treated properly when they go over, mm-hmm. they're not going to have anything left to smoke. It's literally it's going to fall apart in their hands, and they're going to have tree bark. So, well, I, thank you guys I, so I very much. I can tell you without you any hesitation that everybody in our organization considers it a privilege for us to have the opportunity to be helpful in that regard. I mean, we're an asterisk on the industry. We're we're not the main event or the story. The stories are all around us. The, the brands and the people that have uh, dedicated their lives to this craft. We're just taking care of a little aspect of it. You know, the beauty this. is though, you get to be part of every single one of it though, because you think about it, think about the industry and how long you guys have been around. I mean, people think of, hey, I, I need well, my cigars humidified, I need everything to be perfect. And I laugh, you know, being in the industry as many years as I have. Hey, Matt, how come you don't have this huge humidor? I'm like, dude, how come you have a Ziploc bag? You know, you have a Ziploc bag and, and some of those packs in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's all I travel with. I'm like, why? I'm like, well, there's some great companies out there that make great devices. I'm like, right. but when you're on the road, I said, if I'm trying to pack 50 cigars, I'm like, well, now there's no room for my actual luggage. Right. So, you know, when you're built like Sasquatch, you know, you need kind of need room in your suitcase for clothes. I'm like, grab this, grab that Ziploc bag put into those Bovida packs, you're good to go. And, you know, there's years I've, I've done, you know, 75,000 miles on the road. That's what I travel with, Ziploc bags and Bovida. And again, that, and it shows you just how we go full, full circle again, how everything comes back. We thank you because of that product. We sit, we take our Puros wherever we go on the road. Doesn't matter here, back and forth. Uh, you guys have seen my travels the last couple of weeks, literally 5,000 miles in, uh, in two weeks. And you're, you know, my precious Pieros remained the way they needed to be because of you guys. That's awesome. And, uh, and we truly appreciate that. And like I said, I think everybody here loves and appreciates that because, you know, the whole reason we're here is to get these. And uh, if they're not in smokable condition, what's the point, right? And especially when you're in a place like Vegas, right? Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I can tell you, we've had stuff shipped back that didn't have your product in it and trying to rehydrate it. There's not a lot of rehydrating you could do when humidity is under oh, no 10% or it's 8%. So, and for know. most people, it's a, it's a pretty significant investment to buy cigars and to maintain the lifestyle of enjoying cigars and to have a you know for to have a product that works that keeps them at a level of freshness that preserves that window of oper- of enjoyment that's a that's a big deal and and we don't take it lightly i mean these guys uh, that started this company the way they hung in there and got through those early years of trying to make it uh, it's nothing but respect for what they pulled off and they're here. They're here in the booth working the show. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's awesome. And like I said, when you you know when you become a namesake, people don't go humidity packs, right? People go, All right, do you have any bovidas? And I laugh, and that, that shows when you know that you've done it. When you're when when you're not when your name is referred by the brand as opposed to the product, you know you've done it. And like I said, 
I've traveled. Anytime you go take a look in any one of my bags, you, you're going to see every not not ninety nine percent of the time, one hundred percent of the time. That's what I travel with. And you know, I got you know, this guy doesn't even make me seem like a road dog. So this road dog over here, I know has the same thing. That's what he travels with. That's what he packs. That's what keeps the uh, the puros pure. You know, they, they do work, and it's it's a beautiful thing. I got turned on to the company uh, standing in a cigar store and the gentleman that owned the store said I said what's this I held up the boba pack and he said you'll never recharge your humidor again yes and I had this moment where the choir of angels sang and I went what are you talking about because I hate tinkering around with the distilled water and all oh, that. yeah we've all done it and uh, he said, yeah, if you want to meet them, they're downstairs. The company was headquartered in the basement of this cigar store at the time, and I didn't even know they had a basement. And that's how I met Sean and Tim, and and uh, it's been a it's just been a delight to work with these guys. Yeah, quality people, quality organization. Like I said, um, they've been my friends since the inception, meeting everybody. Um, you know, I've known Jay forever, and, you know, those are blessings when you get to work with really, really good people. It says a lot about the product, too. Uh, says a lot and again it goes back to I'm sure I've speak on behalf of both of us Trey very very thankful thank you for what you've done for us thank you what you've done for the industry and definitely Cigars for Warriors we, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for what you guys have done for us it is a treat to have you uh, with us today Matty Rock and uh, Trey Bowling really a pleasure we thank you guys for what you've done um, it means everything to us it means everything to the troops so again I think my biggest message is thank you um, when you speak on our behalf, go out there, talk to people who may have never had a cigar in their entire life. Um, support the troops. You, you never had to smoke a cigar in your entire life. Just know that's something that the troops look very, very forwards to. It's something that they like. And, uh, and like I said, for me and the way my mind works in marketing, getting stuff out there, go outside your, your conventional market space and start bringing new people into the fold because those new great people idea. are going to bring that extra half a million Absolutely. awfully quick. Absolutely. It's a great idea. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thank really you, brother. Appreciate we appreciate you. you. Yeah, it's a privilege.